Hello, and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we're going to talk about video games, actual video games, not just the legalities of leaked information from video games. Now, unfortunately, what we're going to talk about is what I think is pretty much a disappointment for what was the first big blowout of the next generation kind of showcases. And of course, we're living in an age now where without E3, without TGS, all of these shows being canceled, in a year where consoles are supposed to launch, these manufacturers, Sony and Microsoft in particular, are trying to figure out how to deal with it. So before we kind of get in here, because I do have some complaints, I do think some mistakes were made. I do want to say also that this is obviously a unique circumstance. A lot of people, a lot of good people, professionals trying to figure out how to deal with all these circumstances are going to falter. They're going to fail. They're going to have issues. And while I'll talk about them here in virtual legality, this isn't designed to take anybody down. This isn't designed to say, hey, Microsoft is terrible. You shouldn't buy their product. Just to say, in my opinion, they've done a lot right for the last couple of months. And this was their first major misstep. So yesterday... They showed Inside Xbox, which is usually their kind of developer interview set of videos, not generally too terribly exciting, but this particular video set was labeled, as you can see on your screen, as the first look of Xbox Series X gameplay. Now, with that language, there's a couple things that are happening from a public relations standpoint. The marketers are suggesting by first look that we're going to get teases. It's going to be short form. You're not going to get big, giant blowouts of gameplay. I think that's fair. But gameplay is key. They actually put in their logo image in what they are selling to people that this was going to be a video that was focused on establishing the gameplay of this next generation of games. And if you're looking forward to this next generation, one of the things you would have noted over the course of the past couple months is not only do we not know what the PlayStation 5 looks like at all, we really haven't seen any of the things they are purporting to sell us during the holiday season of this year. Now, I still have my doubts, as you can see, in virtual legality about whether or not all of this hardware is actually going to come out this year. I think if it does come out, it will be an extraordinarily limited supply. One or both of the manufacturers, Sony and Microsoft, might decide to delay into the spring of next year. A whole lot is still question marks, but they're both kind of aiming. They're trying to establish that they are going to sell this year, and this was the first step towards that process. As a matter of fact, you could see a tweet from Xbox, this is one of my main complaints here about expectations, is that they say tomorrow changes the game. This was the day before inside Xbox. Or rather, the games do the changing. Tomorrow changes the game. And yeah, we're talking about puffery. We're talking about advertising. You want to have people excited about what you are going to present. But in the same breath, you don't want to oversell it. Because expectations are so important to how people feel about something when all is said and done. You set those expectations the right way, you can get something that is nice, that people enjoy, and that they say good things about. When you tell them that tomorrow changes the game, you better darn well change the game tomorrow. And that didn't happen. So they say tomorrow changes the game. They have Aaron Greenberg at Xbox say, we have too much to show and reveal this year. It cannot fit into one show. So get ready for new stuff from us every month. We have so much good stuff, you should get excited. 
boot up Xbox 2020, which is the name of their whole program of monthly videos, with a new episode of Inside Xbox this Thursday for a first look at Xbox Series X gameplay. You also had their partners coming out, Ubisoft, saying don't miss Inside Xbox. Tune in and catch Assassin's Creed Valhalla first look gameplay trailer. Now that means it's not going to be a demo, it's not going to be somebody wandering through the game, but it does suggest you will actually see gameplay. And Assassin's Creed is one of those brands now that is one of the biggest in video gaming. They release a game somewhat annually, or at least semi-annually. It's been a couple of years since Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They're huge, big blowout games. Thousands of people work on them, so this was a big deal. This was a big get for Microsoft to get some kind of gameplay featurette in their inside Xbox video. As a matter of fact, when we look at what they actually announced this as, Xbox 2020, join us as we look into the future of Xbox. First, we get the acknowledgement, as we said at the top of this video, that 2020 has become the year that challenged us all and tested every commitment we've made in the face of COVID-19. So again, we understand that. This must have been incredibly difficult to put together. It's incredibly difficult for these developers to work without the whiteboards and the crowdsourced kind of information and bouncing off ideas from each other. That's not happening right now. So it's difficult for everybody. We want to acknowledge that at the front. But they also go on to say what we've just been talking about. Starting with the May 7th episode of Inside Xbox, we will be showcasing what happens next in the world of Xbox every month, which is why we're calling it Xbox 2020. For this May update, we will focus on giving you a first look at next-gen gameplay, trailers, and sneak peeks from a wide variety of publishing partners and independent developers across the globe and industry including Ubisoft's recently announced Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Now, note what they say there, right? You've got the front page. You've got the the big box here that says gameplay. In their actual press release, they say, hey, trailers and sneak peeks are also going to be a part of this. And to be honest, we shouldn't expect anything different. But the focus is on gameplay. And then in that same sentence, they say, hey, we're going to show Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ubisoft is going to say we're going to show gameplay. And unfortunately, that's not what really happened yesterday. If you didn't watch Inside Xbox, and it was a fairly short presentation, maybe you didn't see any of this stuff, but this is the actual Assassin's Creed Valhalla trailer that went out there. And you can see they've got some cool shots of various churches and internal things. You've got statuary, you've got lightning bolts, you've got clearly a very well-rendered Viking of some kind. It looks very exciting. It looks honestly, very God of War-like to me, the the most recent God of War, which of course is dealing with Norse mythology at the same time. But again, this is a first look gameplay trailer. Are any of you seeing any gameplay? It might be an in-engine trailer. It might be what you can actually see in the world. Is anybody playing this game right here? Blink and you'll miss it if you can see it at all. You've got some cutscenes. you've got some video, you've got some renderings. I'm going to play the whole thing for you. It's only a minute and a half long. There was somebody jumping out of a boat there, probably a cutscene, and then back to kind of the exciting cinematic FMV rendered movies. Wow, you're assaulting a castle while you're doing these various things. This was what they were prepping people to see. This was their first look gameplay trailer, everything that you just saw. And this was the mic drop kind of end of the inside Xbox before they started going into interviews with everybody. And that was it. This is what they thought kind of meant they were meeting their 
first look gameplay trailer obligations. And unfortunately, as you might suspect, nobody else in the world thought that. So if you go and you look at this trailer, you see some bad stuff if you're a marketer. This is on the Xbox channel, but you can see 5.6 thousand upvotes, 5.7 thousand downvotes. That's not what you want to show. And again, you might come into the comments to this video and say, hey, Rick, you know, this is early. These are just people that are upset about not getting to see more. And I think you're right. I don't necessarily think this has a long tail effect on the sales of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but that doesn't mean we can't comment on the fact that this is a misstep. It's pretty evident when you've got more downvotes than upvotes on your brand new first look gameplay trailer that it is a misstep. What is even more indicative of that is when the gentleman that is the creative director of your game comes out and says, wow, I got to apologize. So he tweets out last night, hello all, heart. You rightfully expected, there's that word again, to see more today. We have a long marketing campaign ahead of us. You will see in-depth gameplay and get a lot more info about the game. Thank you for your excitement and passion. Be patient with us and be kind. It will be worth it. Twitter's a rough place to go ask for patience and kindness, but it's it's well-deserved. This isn't necessarily even this person's fault. The creative mind behind a game isn't necessarily the one in charge of coming up with the marketing timelines that will maximize the profitability of the creation. They're probably sitting in the room, probably involved in those discussions, but certainly you can't lay all the fault at this gentleman's feet. But he is the face of Valhalla right now. He's the one that's in these interviews with Inside Xbox and elsewhere. And he felt it was important to come out in response to what was said about this trailer and say, yeah, you know what? We oversold it. You rightfully expected to see more today because I came out in a separate video and said, please make sure to tune in. And Xbox made sure to itemize that this was going to be here in a video that says gameplay. And yes, also trailers and sneak peeks in fine print from the lawyers. And then what we put out there was a minute and a half long of nothing. Screenshots, maybe. Things in engine, sure. But not gameplay. Not somebody playing this game. Not anybody involved in a fight or a stealth mission or anything else. Just kind of shots of what this world can be. Which admittedly look like they can be pretty cool. But that's the, the reason why this video was even created. Setting that expectation is so important. And this wasn't the only fault that happened during the Xbox video yesterday. If you aren't familiar with it, there's a kind of new feature that Xbox is putting out there called Smart Delivery, which is actually really genius. I think it's going to be one of their main features that's really going to try to lock in their ecosystem. It's something that Sony is going to have to match in some respect and that they're probably looking at internally in the background on their side of things as we speak. But if you don't know what it is, Xbox Smart Delivery, I've got here summarized in a CNET article, says as follows. Smart Delivery lets you buy a game for the Xbox One, the current version of the Xbox, with a Series X copy automatically included. Now that actually winds up sounding like there's two discs or something. That's not how it actually works. It essentially is some kind of feature that allows the Xbox Series X and potentially future series of whatever Xbox winds up releasing to acknowledge that you have a license to a game like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that you had it on the series that you had it on the Xbox One, and now we will allow you to play the upgraded version on the Series X. If you upgrade your console later, as this article says, Microsoft feeds the console the appropriate version of the game. Smart delivery essentially means that you'll always be playing the latest, best quality version of the game, and you only have to buy it once. Now, where some more kind of expectation setting and PR failures comes into this story 
is with respect to the brand new Madden game, which, as I say here in my tweet, it's creatively titled Madden 21. Now, Madden 21 had a kind of brief video that went out there, and it basically said it was going to do something like smart delivery. As we see here from Patrick Mahomes, it says, but here's the best news as, as he continues on with the video. When you buy Madden NFL 21 on Xbox One, you get it free on Xbox Series X. Now, people that were reporting this on the fly, putting tweets out there, said, oh, Electronic Arts is actually going to use smart delivery. And this is a big thing that people that are invested in video games are following because smart delivery is something that Microsoft itself has committed to. But these other big publishers that have made a lot of money selling remasters or remakes or whatever it might be between systems, get another 60 bucks, maybe another 40 bucks, whatever it might be, maybe just another 10 bucks during a console transition, which we saw during the last console transition, they don't want to necessarily give up that money. So whether or not Ubisoft is on board, they are currently, or Electronic Arts or Activision are on board is an open question because this is a big deal. This is very much in the best interest of the consumer, but maybe not so much in the best interest of the publisher. So when EA comes out with that kind of language, a lot of people wind up saying, hmm, that could be smart delivery. As a matter of fact, I tweeted out, also announced that Madden will support smart delivery, although I did note one thing, which is that they didn't actually use that term. So I put in parentheses or its analog, and it will be interesting to see whether that will be matched at the full publisher level by Electronic Arts. And as it turned out, in fact, smart delivery wasn't what was happening here at all. On the Xbox Wire, Madden 21 wound up going out with something along the lines of this. If that wasn't enough, EA Sports and Microsoft also unveiled a program for players who purchased Madden NFL 21 on Xbox One to upgrade to Xbox Series X at no additional cost. A program that requires you to buy it by the end of December of this year and then upgrade it by the end of March. Now, it's worth noting that what you can do with smart delivery is essentially have both copies. And so you can play it on whichever system you have. You could potentially have systems in different rooms. What this program that Madden is requiring actually asks you to do is get rid of the old copy and exchange it for the new for free, admittedly, but it's not smart delivery. It's not the same kind of thing. So what wound up happening is a lot of people went out with this notion that, oh, Electronic Arts is supporting smart delivery and then had to follow it up with articles like this from The Verge. Madden 21 shows that cross-gen gaming on Xbox Series X and PS5 could be messy. As they say, but there's a catch. Instead of using Microsoft's smart delivery program, EA will be running its own far more limited upgrade offer. So much like with Assassin's Creed, much like with all of these gameplay reveals that weren't so much about gameplay, trailer, trailer, little bit of gameplay, trailer, trailer, trailer. Yakuza, which we know how it plays, but it's still an excellent game and it was good to see as a launch title for the new Xbox. You had a very interesting kind of selection of games with actually very little gameplay shown. You have a Madden that goes out there implying that it's using smart delivery. This video was positioned between all these games that say smart delivery included or that reference smart delivery in some way. And they did it in such a way as to suggest that it was smart delivery. Hey, you get it free on Xbox Series X. That sounds just like what we're talking about, right? But no, we don't say smart delivery. And look at the real bottom here. Offer details coming soon. Ooh, that can just sneak right by you if you're not paying attention. And at the end of the day, you wind up with all these articles talking about these expectation failures. So inside Xbox had some interesting things to show, but it didn't need to be set up 
as tomorrow changes the game. When you set expectations at that level, you got to meet those expectations or you wind up with this kind of thing. 17,000 upvotes, 21,000 downvotes. And no, these aren't scientific polls. These people that are downvoting probably are downvoting because they're excited about what products Microsoft is offering. This isn't the be-all and end-all, but that doesn't mean it's not a mistake. They could have set these expectations better. Or as I said yesterday in a tweet, expectations are perhaps the biggest reason why someone winds up feeling good or bad about really anything. If you know what you are showing doesn't do this, tomorrow doesn't change any game, don't say it. It really would be okay. It really would to moderate those expectations. Say, hey, we're going to come out. We're going to roll a little bit slowly into June, into July, into those E3 kind of months. And this is going to be a first taste of what these games actually are. You don't need to say tomorrow changes the game. You don't need to have the creative lead of Assassin's Creed Valhalla come out and say, don't miss this. You don't want to miss this minute and a half where we basically advertise for a full 15 seconds at the end. Don't miss this. You don't have to say it. And I know. I have a lot of marketing friends. I've worked with a lot of marketers and law firms and elsewhere. They're good people. They know what they're doing. Sometimes they get it wrong. This case, they got it wrong. And yeah, that might be because of COVID-19. This is a very difficult situation for basically everybody. But it seems like it's a pretty easy tweak to make sure that you try to set those expectations for what you know is in your video just a little bit better. That's been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoyed this conversation, please do like, subscribe, hit bells, say for all, whatever else it is on YouTube that you can click to make sure that you get updates as to when we upload videos. Share it around. We are pretty present on NeoGAF and Reset Era and Reddit and elsewhere. But if you see somewhere that could use one of these videos, please do share it there. I love to have those conversations in those places as well. Otherwise, if you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it in its podcast form, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.